You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. Welcome to another episode of the award-winning Brand Builders Podcast powered by the Dunstan Group. My name is Brian Young. We are here with the president of the Dunstan Group, Scott Dunstan, and we are here with three rock stars from Morrison Millwork, Millwork, excuse me, Ryan Lavelle, Ben Collins, and Izzy Knapp. Now, let's talk a little bit about Morrison Millwork. When you look at a new house, it's easy to get caught up in the square footage or whether or not the kitchen has an island or it's been updated, right? But what about the windows and doors? You might not notice them right away. But if they weren't there, we'd bet a pretty penny you'd have a few words with that builder. Now, today we are we are joined by these three rock stars uh, who work at Morrison Millwork. And really, let's talk about their goal. Their goal is to create windows and doors uh, in really new home builds um, that are beautiful, that are things that'll stand out, right? And that's something that I want to learn about. Like, there's a lot of custom homes going up. Right now, we renovated our kitchen. First thing I looked at was the crown molding, and I had never even noticed that it was just done really, really bad, right? So we do all all this money, we renovate it, everything else looks great. And I'm like, man, who put that up there? Right. And, and, and then even around the doors, you're like, that doesn't look that great. It never stood out because we had brown cabinets and a terrible, you know, kitchen. So, but now that we renovated, it all stands out. So I'm excited to learn more about what you guys do. Ryan, Ben, Izzy, welcome to this episode of the Brand Builders Podcast. Thank, Thank you. y'all. Thanks Great for having here. us. Big introduction, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I, I just started thinking about it. I'm like, damn, you're right. <laughs> I never looked at that door. It's something really nice, and the rest of it isn't. It's yeah. a, it can be a problem. Yeah. Um, well, thank y'all for joining us today. Yes, and, thanks uh, for having us, We're Scott. super stoked. Brian? You, yeah, you made the investment in time, and looking forward to sharing the story. So tell us a little bit from your perspective um, about Morrison Millwork. Well, I'll jump in. Um, my, I, I got I got lucky in this deal. Um, I married into the Morrison family. My uh, family's been in the building supply business since 1922 now. So we are fourth generation uh, in the business. Um, I own uh, the, the part that focuses just on windows and doors. And my cousin-in-law's own the, the building supply company. So we only focus on windows and doors uh, and, and a lot of different cool brands and, and work with great custom home builders. So that, that's kind of the quick of it. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. I had no idea it was a fourth uh, yeah, generation yeah, company. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's right. That's almost unheard of. So that's right. uh, that, that speaks volumes as to uh, your team and, and your culture and, yeah. and what you have going on there. Um, Awesome. And Izzy, I'm going to ask you a question. Yes. I know you've been with the company, what, a couple of years now? Yep, two years, actually. What is your main role? My main role is I am the business development manager. And what I do is I am responsible for for promoting our brand, Morrison Millwork. So um, I try my best to come up with different creative ways to, um, you know, meet with customers, bring in new business, throw a different type of party. You know, one time I had a, um, I had a windows, wine and welded jewelry, and I was trying to attract interior designers to come. So what I wanted to do was get interior designers to actually come to our showroom to be able to look at our windows because they have a lot of um, a lot of 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 decision making when it comes to buying new windows and doors. Awesome. Izzy's got the best job. I do. I do. See everybody and the fun stuff while while we focus on all the details. That's right. As a leader of the organization, what your one of your jobs is to identify great talent and and 
make sure that talent is in the right role for what they enjoy and what they're good at. And we know Izzy <laughs> is really good at that. I do like my seat and, on the bus. Yeah. I can tell you that. I think Heck I have yeah. the best job out there Heck for sure. Yeah. And working with these two has been has been such an honor and privilege too. The way that we have kind of molded our culture and um, trying to to, you know, look at windows and doors in a different view. Um, you know, these guys are the ones ones to work with for sure. And this is a dumb question, maybe, but are are we residential mainly, or are we residential and commercial? Uh, Primarily and, and, residential. Okay. Um, some light commercial, but more country club mixed use stuff, which for all intents and purposes are just big houses. Right. Um, yeah. We really focus. So Ben had mentioned focusing on, you know, the custom home builder. We also do have a a, a pretty focused um, focus. To, to, to target architects as well uh, that kind of play in the higher end higher end world because they're usually the front end of these projects absolutely right? and if, if, yeah. if we can work with them to help drive spec um, and help them navigate you know windows and doors have become really complex over the last several years um, navigate through some of those complexities uh, it, it really gives really gives us a leg up we're a, we're a value add and, and they can kind of depend on us to help them make some of those decisions from a cost standpoint, from a what's available standpoint. Uh, so as a company, we've made a, a real effort in focusing on architects in addition to the builder. It seems like it, and this is me speaking outside of the industry, right? But we have a lot of friends, contacts, clients that are in the building world. And it seems like windows and doors have been part of the challenge with building homes on time and supply chain and amongst, you know, uh, appliances and all the other things that we've all been challenged with, right? Right. Uh, through COVID. What, what have you guys been doing to manage that and how has that impacted your business? We, we've been hanging yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> like, a, lot yeah. Literally. Yeah. a lot of hard conversations yeah. Yeah, and I mean, engaging expectations. But, uh, well, that, you hit yeah. the nail on the head. I mean, we, yeah. we, we've tried really hard to set appropriate expectations. Unfortunately, especially in the building supply world, you set an expectation and it changes and you set an expectation and it changes. And so it's hard to, to do that at times, but it's, it's been okay. I mean, it's a, we're, we are from our perspective living in a different world than we used to. We, we could get windows to you in four weeks, two years ago, fully custom. I mean, whatever yeah, you want for all intents and purposes, most yeah. of the time now, now it's, uh, I mean, most people are probably in the 20 week range. I mean, mm -hmm. it's, it's just different. Right. So everything's different. The whole process has changed from a, planning standpoint mm -hmm. but the but the important part to all of that is and, and you had mentioned it is having the conversation mm -hmm. um, and that's one of the things that we really stress and, and stress to our our sales team in particular is you know the, the news may not be the news that you want to deliver but you've got to deliver it mm -hmm. um, and, and so so that plays into building the relationship with whether it's the homeowner the builder or the architect uh, is being transparent and there are a number of things, I think we've all found this out over the last year or so, regardless of the industry, that are out of our control. Mm -hmm. um, and people now understand that, I think, better than they did prior to that. But we've got to have those conversations. And, and that's one thing that we, uh, I think, do better than most, is, is we try to have a level of transparency where we're trying to let people know what's going on and what's causing the backup. Yeah, we, we've experienced a ton. Any product-oriented business, I mean, we, we've all felt it. 
right yeah absolutely. um and then they, and then just put the icing on the cake with inflation and costs going up and Gas right in the middle of a and project and transportation costs and all those things but you nailed it uh bottom line spearhead it you know have those conversations be up front as best you can and when things change make sure you communicate that too right um and we feel like that's that's going to be super important long term as well because you know, it's it's a hard time for everybody, but not everyone is managing that the proper way. Right. And and we feel like, look, the strong always survive, and and you know things things do soften up a little bit. Um, you know, you're you're still there because you you handled it that way when when everybody was making money, right? right. Yeah, and I want to so, jump in and ask you that. So when we talk about you know kind of educating our clients on the on the front end of not necessarily the challenges that will happen, but the challenges that could happen, right? And there's only thing, the only thing we can control is things that we can control, right? We can't worry about things that we can't control, but at the same time, we're gonna be a business that's going to be upfront about what's happening, and we're gonna do our homework to make sure when we're delivering that message to a client, that's something that if they go somewhere else, that person's not gonna be able to do it, right? There's a lot of online people that do what we do, and, and my company will call me, well, they got 500 t-shirts online, I'm like, I promise you, when you put in your credit card and push send, you're gonna get an email that says it's not here because we've done our homework, right? How have you guys created that conversation on the front end and is that working with those architects, working with those custom home builders to make sure that they can deliver that message to the homeowner who's the end user of this product, right? And is it, it have you seen these custom home builders now start to not only understand that, but go to market with that information that you guys have been able to educate. I'd just love to see how that kind of conversation goes because it's kind of like, here's the can, I got the rope, here's the other can, and that message needs to be consistent all the way to the person that's purchasing that house, and it starts with the suppliers, with people like yourselves. Yeah, I think unfortunately it's it's so vast right now that I think a lot of custom home builders feel like they're constantly saying I'm sorry and delivering bad news. Yep. So I, I think, everyone is telling them that it's going to be forever and I'm, <laughs> I, I'm not, they, I, yeah. I don't yeah. want to lie to you but yeah. I'm probably lying to you yeah. I, that's not my intent yeah I, I think I think right now it's still just trying to manage it mm -hmm. um I, I that that's the only thing I could think about is that I don't there's no way around it right mm -hmm. now other than it's just kind of the nature of the the industry that we're that we're all in with products like you said so yeah. well, and ordering windows used to be you know four to seven weeks and you know it's, it's that's obviously increased now but builders what builders have done is they have gotten contracts signed and then they order yep. ASAP yeah so it has changed the way that we do business strictly because of these you know delays in 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 delivery and um you know so we definitely feel more like it's we feel like you know if we can train them to order the windows once they get the contract signed, then we can communicate with them better mm -hmm. on the process and that will help in the future right I, I look at a lot of the things that this the last couple of years have, have kind of trained companies will help you in the future once the supply chain hopefully you know gets a little bit better um one thing that i wanted to ask you guys and, and it, i guess it's specifically you know about these different types of lead times etc like when you're dealing with this product and you're delivering these messages and you say it's just oh the same message over and over and over you know one thing that we've kind of gotten success with is looking at that end user and creating kind of a, uh, a comparison into their world right we were working with a builder who was like oh i didn't know that the t-shirt industry got hit too and you're like well, it's everything, right? Like if it's if it's on a boat, then it's it, it is. And I said, well, you know, hey, you're in the custom home world. Like I'm sure you're having some issues. He goes, I can't find roofs anywhere. Yeah. And then I got the signed approval, and he never he no longer had an enhanced date. 
right? It was like kind of just putting it back in their court saying like, hey, this is kind of what's going on. So I think you guys have understood that. Now let's shift into here, Windows. Your website's gorgeous. Like I want to own some of these homes. <laughs> and if they're, if they're your homes, then you better invite me over to come hang out. Yes. Um, <laughs> but the window game has changed, right? Like now you have homes that are just windows, right? <laughs> I mean, it's literally, tell us how that is. I mean, you guys have been in, in, in business for so long. And not only how windows have changed, now you have windows that can can change tint to keep heat out. You have windows that obviously are more uh, you know efficient from an energy energy standpoint, which is massive. What have you guys seen really from not only the trends, but what's changing in your world as far as how windows really play a part into what a building is? Really, the complexity of it. I mean, uh, from from an architectural standpoint, they're really pushing the envelope. You bigger, 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 and. Um, and and that's that, that creates two issues. One, from a manufacturing standpoint, although the manufacturers have adapted and have gotten much better and are able to accommodate, but from us as a as a dealer, there's the safety aspect of it, right? Just the logistical side of it. Um, we're dealing with job sites, and we've got Charlotte's a little a, a little different than some of our other markets in the sense that it's a little flatter. But we we do a fair bit of business up in Western North Carolina. We've got a, an office in Asheville, and you're working on mountains. And so moving these large assemblies is could be problematic and, and a little scary, to be honest with you. So, that, so that's been uh, an issue. And then from an educational standpoint, I, the, the complexity has really grown. Um, so what can you do? Um, how can it be done? Is it cost effective? Uh, and I think that's really where we have found our niche as a company. I mean, we've got fantastic products, uh, but I think between Ben and myself and, and Izzy uh, and our sales reps, uh, we, we really do try to educate and, and explain to people um, the uh, sort of the, the options. And, and it's not a one shoe fits all uh, kind of deal. Uh, you know, it depends on the, the layout of the house, the, the canopy, the tree canopy. And so, so there are a lot of intangibles that go into it that, that we listen first and then try to steer the right product for the right house. And, 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 and with all of these options, uh, it really has become, it, it's, it, you're constantly evolving from a continuing education standpoint. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're, we're obviously biased about our, our feelings of how important windows and doors are to the aesthetic of a home. But we think it's huge. And, and I think you can see that in architecture by how, how large they're getting, how many of them there are. I, I mean, you know, in the, in the 70s and 80s, we would stock windows. I mean, you'd stock everything that yep. were, were in these houses. So you'd go grab them off the shelf and you'd send out 42852 double hungs. That was that was the order. I mean, it, it's not like that at all anymore. <laughs> no. It's not even close. Um, <laughs> and, and you know, that that's good because I think it's added a lot more uh, opportunity for us to, mm -hmm. to add some value. And we're, we're just huge believers that the end user should understand all of the options they have. And, and that's different because there used to be no options. Now there are man, literally maybe too many options um, from colors to size of the profiles of the grills to how large can they get to which panels move. I mean, it's just crazy. And so we've had to put showrooms in all of our different locations so that you can actually touch these doors that you're buying and, uh, and really understand how they work. Um, it's just super complex now. 
But Morris and Millwork, you know, we're, we're going to sit here and talk about windows and doors. But, you know, what sets us apart is is the education aspect. And I'm trying to promote the actual trade, um, you know, going to different schools, colleges, you know, volunteering just, just to show people what the construction industry is like, mm-hmm. too, um, for the next generation. That's very smart. Very well, smart. if you look at if you look at the building supply industry, it really has been slower than maybe some other industries to adapt to technology. I mean, things are still being done. You know, go ahead and fax in your PO and I'll get the order loaded on a truck. Good old fax. Right. Like, I can't we wait. have a number, but I, I haven't seen a fax in a I can't wait until we have the app, like the Domino's app, that shows when the windows are getting made yeah. so a builder can come back and actually you right. know, see it. So we've been really, we, we're trying to be forward thinking and, and trying to implement processes and, and use the, the technological side of things to, to our advantage as a company so that we can operate more efficiently and more effectively and create, we talked about transparency, um, with having those conversations with clients, but having transparency so that our builders can see where things are in a in a in the process, um, it's it's a constant, ever evolving process. But but at least we're at least we're looking forward, um, and and I it's it's been exciting to kind of watch us grow over the last several years um, with that in mind. What markets are you guys in? Are you southeast? Are you national? Or so Regional. we we actually uh, our showroom is in Harrisburg, North Carolina, and then we added was it Asheville or Greenville next? Asheville, Asheville, then Greenville, South Carolina, um, and then we just added Winston Salem and Raleigh, North Carolina, wow. as well. So I cover all of those territories. Is that new growth, or in regard to those offices, or where was the company founded? Was it Harrisburg? Mm-hmm. Okay. Got it. And you have a strong presence in Charlotte, obviously. Yeah, we started, you know, obviously we, we started in Harrisburg. Asheville was was shortly thereafter. Um, Asheville and Greenville have some overlap based on locations uh, in some of the kind of gated communities between the two. Uh, so that was sort of a, a, a natural next step. Um, Winston-Salem, I when, when we first started this thing, I lived in Charlotte. About five years ago, I moved to High Point. So selfishly, I thought Winston-Salem was fantastic. <laughs> but we, 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 we ended up finding a, a gentleman who lives in that market and knows the industry and does a great job for us. And, 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 uh, and then Raleigh's kind of been our newest venture. We're in the process of upfitting a, a showroom space in Raleigh that we're really excited about. And just in two years, I mean, we've opened, you know, August 11th is going to be our grand opening for our Winston showroom. And you take those two years and take out the actual delivery times, we would have been up and running a long time ago. Well, I love that you guys still believe in a showroom because uh, yes. we, we double down on our showroom because that's who we are, right? Like we, we want to meet people. We want to have face-to-face conversations. We want you to be able to touch, see, understand what that product is, right? I, I think there's been a run for e-commerce specifically when we're going through COVID. You know, for years, it's like no one's ever going back to an office. And we were back in the office in a month. We're like, I can't even work from home for one month without having to come back. So I love that you guys are creating that showroom because I think people want that experience, right? We always talk about having a relationship is great. The experience is what gets you across the finish line. And I think you guys have nailed that. Now, I want to dive into a product which I see on Instagram all the time and you guys sell it. It's called Summit Automation, bringing doors to life. (laughs) And every single person has seen this 
in an Instagram reel in some beautiful place where a door opens up to about an 80 foot opening and basically they just took the wall out and you can now lay in your bed and just look at the beautiful beach or wherever you are. So the question here, and, and I'll go to their website and check it out, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. But it seems technology now is is so fast in a lot of different industries and you can tell now in this world, I mean, I don't know what it's gonna look like before. We're not in ten years. We're gonna have a house. It's gonna be like it's gonna just look like a pop up tent. You can just have all the, the whole sides <laughs> out. You'll be ready to rock. But tell us about how technology is changing what you guys do as well. Obviously, windows and doors. You think about glass and the material and what's happening there. But now you guys are being able to like, literally. It says bringing doors to life. That's cool shit. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. uh -huh. So tell me about that. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty expensive. Yeah, oh, okay. the challenge yeah, right yeah. now is is it's uh you, you've got to kind of get people settled with being willing to pay for the cool effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it is it is a really neat product, and we we've done a lot with it. Um, it, it functions in that aging in place world too, where you, you build this house and you plan on being there for a long time. And some of these doors, you look at these doors that we've automated and the panels are so large that you get three, four, five of them and you you just can't push them. Uh -huh. um, and so the automation is huge mm -hmm. and, and, and you can use them and they sync with all of the home automation apps and all that kind of stuff. It's really cool. I, I think the next kind of thing that's working down that path is glass. The, the, the switchable glass is, is coming. Um, we've seen it. Uh, there aren't a lot of people that have kind of jumped on it yet in kind of the the world where, where we're in and in, in product categories. But, you know, the, you flip a switch and the glass goes from clear to opaque. Wow. Uh, so that, that's coming. It's really, really close to coming, which will be a neat So then you don't even need curtains. Too. Right. Right? Damn, the yeah. curtain people must be pissed. Yeah, <laughs> you're in the blind world. That's like, right. Ah! That's right. You don't have to obscure the windows in your yeah. bathroom anymore either. Oh, yeah, so, so then you, you, you can have full clear glass now. When you go to take a shower, you flip the switch. That's right. A couple years and be like, That's Bob, cool. hit the switch. You Nobody hit the switch. You naked, yeah. Bob. <laughs> That's God, you're killing me. Um, well, this is really, really neat. You guys have uh, have been, you know, created something pretty cool. I want to kind of dive into like the personal side of things, specifically Ben. You know, you have have now gotten the opportunity to kind of take over this business. It's family-owned business. You married into the family, I, I'm, I'm, I'm right. assuming, right? How cool is it to to kind of take that legacy from, you know, your father-in-law? Um, you've been with them since, I believe, 2002. And I know, you know, Scott, and I'll just speak on his behalf, has a father-in-law that's also an entrepreneur. And and they're like best friends, right? And they, they connect and they have the... I feel like they both have this relationship where they're both challenging each other to like be great, right? And and I've seen that over the years as well. And it's helped our business a lot because Scott's open-minded to be able to talk to people and get ideas. But ultimately, he has an amazing resource right here where he can bounce ideas off of it. And, and it kind of gives him like the, the the motivation to like go crush it, right? Especially for the last couple of years, it's been tough, you know? Yeah. So what is it like to kind of jump into the family and now take something that was his baby of business and go from there. I just love to to pick your brain on that. Yeah, it's been great. I mean, he he's a great resource. Um, he it, it's been interesting because as as we were talking about earlier, the industry's changed so much. Right. So so when he started Marson Millwork, it was a different world, mm -hmm. um, and, and things were sold differently. And, and and in fact, at the time, they were a distributor, not like a wholesale distributor, not a retailer selling to to individual builders. So they were covering North and South Carolina with truckloads of windows. 
And so the, it, it's been neat because his experience has been totally different from ours. And he'll he'll joke about it and say that it's 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 just not what it was when when I was here. Yeah. But you you can't beat the um the the kind of uh, intuition he has about it though. That that's been the fun part. It's like you you he's not removed so much that he doesn't get how it works mm -hmm. and he knows a lot of these companies and he just remembers it and so it's it's fun to kind of he he's not active in the business at all um other than kind of maybe my personal board member um my wife is very active with us she pays all our bills and keeps all of us in line um but, but yeah you got, got one of those yeah, yeah. yeah we do. But, but he's he's fun because i i get to kind of take all my i, I really do I, I take him all of my challenges and and throw them out there and and sometimes i think his opinion's great sometimes i tell him i didn't want that and you know you keep it to yourself but but it's been great it's, it's really it's it's neat to be in a in a business that's been around that long um that that's the it's just that's a cool no thing. pressure well, yeah. no no uh, well, and no speaking pressure, of being yeah. in business for as long with our hundred hundredth year anniversary my day day one i asked ben i said why is it called morrison millwork can't we call it morrison window and door and he said, no, there's a story. We, yeah, may, we, yeah. may, we may not sell any type of millwork now, but we're going to keep it. We're going to keep it Morrison Millwork and that we're going to keep the brand and we're going to make it a window and door distributor. Yeah, I'm, I'm big on having a story to tell because, I mean, you guys know this. People, people buy from people and they buy, you know, we, we've talked a lot lately about how, you know, windows are windows. I mean, we, we've got awesome ones. Our brands are fantastic. But so are a lot of other brands. I mean, you, you guys know that from what you do. We do. And so what, what we're really working hard to do is tell our story and, and be a great partner. Because that's that's ultimately what our clients need. Because all of these windows are gonna, for the most part, function well. They've got great warranties. They're, you know, you're you're gonna be fine. Um, but you, you the the way you get there and the and the partnership of of who you can count on and you know, value their their word and and you know the expectation they're going to set for you for us is what it's about um not so much the details of the window all the time you know sure so do you guys and and i don't quite understand all the layers of supply chain in your world um are you, you mentioned distributor so so you offer lots of different brands of windows um, or is it just mainly your brand of window? Yeah, it's not our brand, it, okay. and it's not lots. We have a we have kind of a almost like a curated selection that right. that we are comfortable with them and with what they offer and their support and their warranties. And so we buy the product from them and then would sell it to the builder or the Got owner. It. So you're the link between That's manufacturing right. and the, the builders, right? And, and and to Ben's point, we've been we've been really conscious of. Um, we talk about all these options that these these various products offer, and they they fit at different price points, and and some are, are are geared a little more towards contemporary architecture, some traditional. So we've been really careful to to create a portfolio that complements each other, so that when you bring a a client in, whether it's a, a homeowner or a builder, their head doesn't spin, and you're not splitting right. hairs between brand A and brand B. There are distinct nuances to each brand, and and dependent on the budget or the type of architecture or the aesthetic the client's going for, we can then steer them in a direction that's going to accomplish that uh, versus some of these big box stores that really are carrying yeah. a number of the same product with different labels on it. Uh -huh. Sure. Um, so we've, we've tried to be really conscious of that as a company, um, it's sort of a, a boutique 
uh, is is kind of the approach we've taken. Are there many U.S. manufacturers that you work with, or are they are all of them made in America, or is it you know all over the world? So it is all over the world, mm-hmm. as far as our portfolio uh, is concerned. All but one are American made, and, and, and the one that's not is actually a Canadian made product. Let's go, America! Come that's on, awesome. right? <laughs> that's yes. what I'm talking about. Love to hear. Leading that. the way. Leading the way. Our Love industry is that. far behind, but we're coming. <laughs> um, so I got to ask a, a, a personal question. So I, people have probably seen this, but like. Anything that's like glass related, I'm like, gosh, they must have like a lot of losses. Like what if glass breaks? Like you see this truck driving down and there's just like 20 foot piece of glass. You're like, damn, if that broke, that'd be so expensive. <laughs> and then you see on Instagram, this guy above a front door is walking by himself up a, uh, a ladder and he's got this like 18 foot piece of glass by himself and I'm like oh this guy's gonna die like this guy's gonna die and he got it in there and I'm going there's no way that's up to code there's no that's got to be a violation like something's happening I guess my question is how often does glass break and damn like <laughs> is that normal like are people doing that? Is there that? a lot of breakage? Yeah. So so yeah so, so, so hopefully those guys don't work for us. Yeah. 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 Oh my god. I mean yeah. I know y'all seen this video. Some work was, t-shirt on. Yeah. yeah. Oh, OSHA may be knocking on y'all's front yeah. door to get yeah. more detail yeah. about no. that. that. It's viral. Y'all can see that video. You don't come really at my see door. That. You're making it up. No, I'm going to send you the video. It's crazy. If y'all haven't seen it, it's this guy literally his two hands and he's just walking up a ladder and puts this thing, it is as big as that wall, and there's like 20 people watching them. It blo- it, I'm gonna find it, I'm gonna send it to all y'all, and then you're gonna have like, you, y'all probably be like, what, what the? <laughs> I don't know, I mean, from a manufacturing standpoint, you know, I, I have no idea what their glass breakage rate is. From our perspective though, I wouldn't tell you we see up a whole lot of it, and and like, the the ones we do, it's, it's just from, carelessness right right. like a a mason puts a brick through a window or you know a kid puts a baseball through a window it's not bb every once in a while we'll get a bb hole yeah i'm on i'm on job sites i was actually in winston yesterday no you're not (laughs) (laughs) okay so yesterday i was and there was a glass issue and (laughs) but you don't you know you you got to make sure to communicate with your builder to keep the job site clean to keep everything protected you know to because once they're installed i mean you know it's a long process after that if something does break well particularly now i mean that's that's the other side of the lead time thing one it's getting the product there the the challenging if you want to call it challenging part to 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 our 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 industry is it's it's not a uh once transaction happens we don't walk away right Right. there's these are moving parts of a house houses settle people open and close windows they open and close doors so adjustments are going to be are going to need to be made. Service calls are going to need to be made. But but if something happens to break or, or God forbid something gets ordered incorrectly, well those lead times still apply. Yeah. So so now in our industry even more so than than before the challenges we're now facing, you have to make sure your attention to details there and your dotting eyes and crossing T's because um, God forbid you you order something wrong, you've really put your your end user in a bind. Yeah, that makes sense. 
I love it. You guys, this is a. This seems like a really fun company to work for. I promise. I wasn't it trying is. to bring up the glass breakage thing like that was a bad thing. I mean, yeah, you just saw, you saw a real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. We, uh, I, we just had somebody on, and she talks about leaving her her dream job for her dream life, and I believe I'm in my dream life now, so I'm not going anywhere. I'm good. Um, so it. the reality of this is like a lot of people obviously want to understand how they can work with you. Who's your ideal client? Um, if there are custom home builders out here, heck, if there's a, a an end user that wants to build some badass custom house and he says, hey, I love this story. I want to use their windows. I'm going to get them in contact with my custom builder. What's the best process? How does that work? And how can customers or potential builders get in touch with you? Yeah. Call Izzy. Call Izzy. 1-800-CALL-IZZY. Email, email Izzy, Izzy, please. Yes. What's your email? Say it. Um, Izzy at MorrisonMillwork.com. And that's I-S-S-I-E. So um, the, um, my, my responsibility is to develop the business as well as generate the business. And so, um, you know, through cold calling events, HBAs, um, you know, showroom activities, um, I, you know, I try to, to basically promote the brand that way. Our, our website's also a great, yes, a, a great avenue. We're 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 not just Charlotte centric, right? So we've got various locations. The, the website, which is MorrisonMillwork.com, uh, will it'll list the the address of the of the showroom in that particular market, as well as the contact info uh, for for the sales reps. And there's there's only one in some markets. There's more than one in others. Um, and check out Instagram. Yeah. Our, our Instagram page has a lot of good ideas. I think a lot That's of where I saw that video of yeah. the guy. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> the, um, He's like, wait a minute. Can, yeah. Wait, hold on. What? The, the, when you guys have these showrooms, can custom home builders bring the end user in? Is that how that's it's done? The and then you guys yep. can say, hey, this is what we like. I love that. Yeah, yeah. It's the idea. Yeah, because I don't think any... Yeah. People don't know about windows. Well, and we even... We're, I mean, our doors, I mean, you won't know. And then you see it, you're like, oh, that... That, well, that's it's what a, I want. It's right? a really expensive line item. Yeah, and, right. And, 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 and you guys mentioned these doors. I mean, they cost as much as cars in some instances. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I really do think it's advantageous for the for the end user to come touch and feel and 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 see how they function and operate. Because because in a lot of instances, this is the first time they they operated one. But we do. We encourage builders to, to, to come in and, and bring their clients in and architects to come in. We had a a, a meeting at our Harrisburg location earlier this week where. Uh, they came in to make some window and door selections, and and we did that with our sales rep, and and then they stayed for another hour. So the architect and the homeowners, and 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 kind of finalized some other uh, details to the house that weren't window centric, and and we love that. We want people to utilize our spaces for that sort of stuff, and and like uh, what Izzy had mentioned earlier, we we use it to 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 host events and functions, uh, to get people in there and touch and feel and and connect. Really, that's okay. what it's about. Absolutely. I love it. Well, you guys are awesome. Yeah, um, this is a, a, a great group. <laughs> Definitely check them out. Uh, check out their Instagram. Check out their, their website. Like we always say, like, share, comment. If you know a custom home builder, if you know of somebody that's looking for, you know, hiring custom home and they want, you know, really awesome, you know, unique custom trendy type of glass doors all of that let's get you in touch with them you can always reach out to me and scott and we will be glad to introduce you to uh to izzy ryan and ben and uh i, I just love it i love hearing about stories specifically ones that have been around for a really long time okay. and you mentioned you taking this business over in 2002 and i'm like thinking in my head i'm like Facebook wasn't out. I mean, like we were all on like AIM sending messages. I was trying to like, get, yeah, I don't think you know, you could even send a picture. Uh -uh. No, man. No, yeah. no. 
You had to actually go yeah. see the person to see what they looked like. That was called yeah. dating. <laughs> <laughs> Shocking. And now it's like you know everything parents. before you even meet them. Right. Uh, I, can, I could not be. I'm so glad I'm married. I can never deal with that. Um, anyways, that's a whole other podcast on the next episode. But uh, invite me back for that. Yeah, one. Yeah, I will. I have a lot to share. Yes, here. I will. Uh, I will keep you posted. But Ryan, Ben, and Izzy, thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, it's it's been awesome to hear more about your business. You guys seem like awesome people. It seems like an awesome company and uh, any way that we can help you guys out, uh, definitely. Um, if you're listening and you're interested, look, reach out to me and, and, uh, and Scott and we'll get you in touch with that. But uh, just really happy to learn more about your brand and, uh, and we'll definitely follow that journey. And, you know, hopefully no broken glass, you know, yeah, in the future. And we'll be good. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks Thank so much for having us. Absolutely. Thank you all. Until next time, you've been listening to this episode of the Brand Builders Podcast. You've been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast, brought to you by the Dunstan Group with your host, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. For branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last, check out the Dunstan Group at dunstangroup.com.